The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. When some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, Jesus said, As for these things that you see, the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another, all will be thrown down. They asked him, Teacher, when will this be? And what will be the sign that this is about to take place? And he said, Beware that you are not led astray, for many will come in my name and say, I am he. The time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for these things must take place first, but the end will not follow immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and in various places famines and plagues, and there will be dreadful portents and great signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, they will arrest you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. This will give you an opportunity to testify. So make up your minds not to prepare your defense in advance, for I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name but not a hair on your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your souls. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. The days will come when not one stone will be left on another. All will be thrown down. Beware that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name and say, I am he and the time is near. Do not be deceived. Grace, peace, and love from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, as I mentioned to you a few moments ago, we are at the end of the church year. This is the last Sunday in Pentecost. In fact, next Sunday, which is Christ the King Sunday, is the last Sunday in the liturgical year. So it kind of makes sense that the scriptures for this Sunday address the end of the world as we know it and the second coming. Jesus, it seems, is giving us some information in the gospel for today. At the end of the church year, what the end of the world will be like and specifically what to look for when it happens. Now, are you contemplating what your church will be like in the next few years? More specifically, you will have a new pastor. How blessed you all are. Great things are going to happen in this church. And I also wonder about how much time we spend as a church and as an individual planning our worldly future and even our next vacation. That we often forget that our own lives in this world will not last forever. The plans that we make must always consider our destiny. In today's gospel, we find Jesus and his followers in the temple in Jerusalem. 
Jesus is nearing the end of his earthly ministry. And while his disciples revel at the beauty of the temple, Jesus admonishes them, this will not last. All will come tumbling down. Not one stone will be left upon another. The time will come when all will be destroyed. But frankly, nothing lasts forever. But what resonates with me as I ponder the end of my worldly existence, what rings in my ear, what chills me to the bone, is the warning of Jesus to his disciples. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. With the thought of world calamities and possibly the end of all things, do not be deceived. It's not an admonition to treat my neighbor better. It's not a warning to get right with the gospel. It is not a harbinger of global holocaust. It is not the end of the world as we know it. It is the words, do not be deceived. Not, do not be afraid. Not, do not let your heart be troubled, but do not be deceived. Why, Jesus? Why? What do I need to be concerned about? What is in store for us that we should watch for? Do not be deceived. And I thought about this. Who deceives? Who deceives? The evil one. The evil one. What did the serpent do to Adam and Eve? The first thing that the serpent did was to deceive them. The first thing that the, the evil one did to Jesus when he started his ministry was to try and deceive him in the wilderness. The first thing that Satan will try to do to us is deceive us. We are being warned today. Do not be deceived. How does this deception happen? Jesus goes into it. He tells them, beware that you will not be led astray. For many will come in my name and say, I am he. And the time is near. Do not go after them. He is telling us that anyone who predicts what the end of the will come is a false prophet or ignorant. Because while scriptures give us signs, it will not be perfect. At least not a prediction that gets ahead of God. Our predictions become fool's play. Here's what I mean. There were some famous predictions in the past that could never seem to get traction. Here's two of them. Thomas Watson, president of IBM in 1943, predicted, I think there is a world market for maybe five computers. Lee DeForest claimed that while theoretically and technically feasible, television may be commercially and financially an impossibility. So much for predictions. Do not be deceived, my brothers and sisters. Watch out that you are not deceived by false prophets, and they're all over the place. Jesus warns us, beware of false teachers who would come and claim that they were the promised Messiah. He knew that just 
like the temple's beauty hid its ugly secrets. The false teachers with their appearances, methods, and teachings would hide their true motives. False teachers exist in our society today. Think about it. You know who they are. You've heard the stories. On a lighter note, Steve Martin, the famous comedian, was doing a parody on TV preachers. He said, my brothers and sisters, the other day I talked to God and he promised me that he would not talk to any other TV preacher. So if you hear any other preacher say that they talk to God, don't send them any money. Send your dollars to me. Do not be deceived, my brothers and sisters. Some of us might think that Luke's gospel is fundamentalist because it speaks of fire and brimstone that will occur before Christ's return. Are we in the end of times today? I don't know. Maybe yes. Maybe no. Although Christ mentions the signs of his return, many of these signs are around us today. Many of these signs also appeared in the past. But do not be deceived. I know that it is human nature to want to know what the future looks like. This is not the first gospel where we hear that the future is not predictable. We've heard Jesus preach about our life expectancy. What is that expectancy? But of the day and the hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Not even Jesus knows. Only my Father only knows. Do not be deceived. We have only the true psychic and fortune teller, and his name is Jesus. In our gospel reading, Jesus tells us what the future will be like, and he does not pull any punches. The future will not be easy for any of his followers as they do his work in the world. We must make our brothers and sisters in Christ, as well as the lost, feel the need to be part of a worship community. If we feel persecuted in our work, we can take comfort that in the end it is God who is in charge. It is God's kingdom that opens up to us that our destiny will be secured by the words of the gospel, but not a hair on your head will perish. By your endurance, you will save your soul. Brothers and sisters, again I tell you, do not be deceived. The work will not be easy. It is hard to put others' needs ahead of our own, but we do it, but we do it. It's even tough to do the right things in our own life when it's easier to take shortcuts. It is through times like these when we want to hear and visualize that vision of Christ's return to sustain us, to envision that end-of-time scenario to keep us grounded. His promises are always kept. God cannot lie. Do not be deceived by false prophets. And if you feel that you are being deceived, deception will not prevail. 
Jesus' way of doing things will ultimately triumph. As for these worldly things that you see, the days will surely come when you will not see one stone left upon another. Nothing lasts forever on this earth. So we live with God's grace. God is always there for us. Never be deceived that God is not present because God loves you and so do I. Amen.